What's up everyone? This is Wasif and I'm bringing you the very first episode of Soul Talk. I have a very special guest with me today who is a final year student at University of Melbourne studying politics and criminology and is also a residential advisor at St Hilda's College, Miss Elizabeth Stevens or Liz as we all call her. So Liz, for people who don't really know what an RA is, uh would you like to describe what your role is and um give like a brief description on like what work for you looks like cool so the ra position stands for residential advisor and it's kind of the first time this position's been run at college which is really exciting but also really daunting because there's no kind of precedent for it so we're not exactly sure how to sort of shape this role so it's been really left open for us which has been yeah. good mm. so the main idea for the ra role was seen as like a partial care focus so making sure the other students at college feel welcome especially mm-hmm. first year students yeah. like yourself <laughs> and yeah just sort of make sure everyone's enjoying their time at college because obviously it's a big change moving out of home Definitely. maybe interstate yeah. overseas mm. Mm. so yeah just kind of so facilitate with with all, with all these times getting more stressful because of covid and the recent whatever is happening from the beginning of 2020 do you think there has been some change in people's behaviors not behaviors as in the way people's mental health is and the way they're approaching you and your work has somehow increased or changed in some way or the other yeah i think for sure i know the other ra's and myself did not predict yeah, the role to no go yeah no one did actually yeah, yeah this way at all so this year's been very quite a steep learning curve but it's also been really good i think the main differences people have experienced in their mental health i think the biggest one is not having as much an opportunity to go outside and mm, have like different social mm. engagements and i think another big thing is not being able to see their family as well because there's quite a few college students that have been here for the whole time and that's yeah. a huge change for people especially if it's their first year at college and they're not used to being away from home and and internationals as well like for me mm-hmm. i can't really go back to pakistan how how have you found your first year at college so far especially with the global pandemic going on well uh since it was like my actual first year at university and um i didn't i feel like i didn't really get that exposure that ability to meet a lot of people outside college which everyone is like if you came here a year before then you would have actually enjoyed the spirit of the college and enjoyed your time here so my standards haven't really been set that high because i came during the time of pandemic and when everyone was everything was actually closed down uh but like i feel i feel like if i had been here a year earlier when everything was like buzzing and then this pandemic came it would have affected me even more but so like if you see it that way i feel like it didn't quite really affect me as much as it would have to second years and third years but yeah it, these are actually very tough times and um it is quite hard for everyone yeah i think it's definitely changed like the college college landscape in the sense like not only have we lost a lot of events but also just the population at college like usually we have 220 people definitely and the lowest we got was 70 at one stage which yeah. is good in a sense that you get really close with everyone there mm. but in another sense you're missing out on meeting all these other people as well that could have like changed relationships this year and stuff like that mm. yeah Liz, so since like you're an RA and you definitely know more about mental health than i do and like these days you know uh because of the pandemic all around the world people 
uh, especially students, even if they aren't really physically affected by the disease, um, they are mentally stressed because of it. And so many students have actually lost jobs. So for them, what advice or suggestions would you want to give to make it easy for them through these tough times? Yeah, I think COVID has definitely thrown us a lot of unprecedented challenges, like you're saying job loss, all of this, like not going to university on a daily basis. So I think my biggest advice would definitely try and form some sort of routine. Like it's hard now with all the lockdowns and restrictions, like you're not able to go out as freely, you don't have the same access to like gyms and facilities and stuff like that. But even if you've got like, okay, when I wake up at 8 a.m., I'm going to go to breakfast and I might go for a walk around the park and then after that I'll do some uni work and you block out time there because it's so easy when you don't have these set structures to just sort of like your day sort of passes you by and it's important to recognize that sometimes you do need those days where you just don't do anything for a while like because obviously in a sense you're mourning what the year could have been you're mourning all the opportunities Mm, like it's a big loss and you're really allowed to sort of go through that process but when you get stuck in it that's when you find your mental health spiraling so trying to establish even like the slightest routine is definitely a benefit so so like not leaving your mind free so that um like what the way i see it as the purpose of the human mind is to think right Mm -hmm. if you don't give anything anything to do or think it's gonna keep on spiraling and thinking and that might go and you might think about negative thoughts and being overwhelmed because of covid and all the stress so what you're saying is blocking out your time and making use of that so that you're occupied throughout the day somehow or the other sort of yeah using that time to do stuff you do enjoy maybe it's reading maybe it's going to the gym maybe it's doing crafts maybe it's talking with your friends and family back home but like again if you are experiencing those emotions where you're upset you're a bit sad it's important that you don't sort of push them down you just acknowledge them maybe you talk to someone about them Mm. maybe you give yourself the day to sort of feel those emotions completely yeah but yeah remember there was a world before this pandemic there will be a world after this pandemic (laughs) exactly (laughs) and uh also because what i've seen and maybe you might have noticed as well that what happens sometimes is that we we start to suppress other emotions other than happiness and what happens if for, for example if someone's sad they're they're not going to accept or acknowledge that emotion or angry they're just going to try to suppress it and try to be more happy but what happens in that process is that the more you try to suppress that emotion the the stronger it comes out in one way or the other yeah i definitely agree with that i think the biggest thing that our society sort of endorses is constantly having this idea of like a happy face. Like if you're around your friends, you've got to be happy. If you're with your family, you've got to be happy. But you can't sort of sustain that for a long period of time. Like that's not healthy at all. So if you are having a rough day or a rough patch, it's important that you tell people so that one, they know. And if you are acting maybe a bit sort of unusual for you, they understand where that's sort of coming from. And two, they might be able to give you support or just sort of guidance on how to deal with that and where to go from there, which is always helpful. Yeah, definitely. So like the social circle, it's it's very important. And even if you're not really close to your friends, then definitely you need someone to talk to because you can't really be on your own and uh, be like, everything's going to fix up because you need to speak to someone one yeah. way or the other. 
Yeah. yeah. I think there's always, you always go through those thoughts in your head like, oh, I want to talk to someone, but I don't know who to go to and I don't want to burden them and all, all of this sort of like overthinking that goes on. And I think if you put yourself in the other person's shoes, like say, if you knew one of your friends was upset, you would want to know and you would want to help them. So why would it be any different the other way around? Mm, definitely. Mm, yeah. What do you do to help your mental health during this time? Mental health. I think uh, personally, for me as well, the friend circle plays plays a major role. And uh, sometimes if I'm not able to interact with people here at the college because of whatever reasons, because a couple of my friends, close friends, they left the city and they went somewhere else and they have their own lives going on and they have their own friend circle and everything. So sometimes it's it's not possible for me to interact with them all the time. And if I personally feel very down, what what one of the strategies that I personally use is to write my thoughts down on paper or, or the or the mind maps I create. And when I do that, it just gives me an overview of what's going in my mind. Because what happens with the mind is you put one thought in, be it positive or negative, it's going to use the same thought to create more branches along the same thought. And then your mind is going to be like keeping, trying to keep flipping between all those thoughts until you don't know what's going on in your mind. And so the thing that I personally use is to put all my thoughts down on paper or mind maps. And when I have an overview of that, then trying to figure out what's what to do next yeah i so, find that yeah, really helpful as well definitely. like having your thoughts in front of you as well because sometimes you're like i don't exactly know how i'm feeling or what's sort of sparking it but i know something's wrong so like writing it down and sort of working through that it's very helpful yeah <laughs> what else tea break no. tea break <laughs> <laughs> what did you want to get why did you start making a podcast Ooh, that's a good question liz so uh personally I think like in the winter break, I was like trying to be more reflective on uh, my inner self, I reckon. And I was thinking, what do I actually love? And then I realized that maybe it is actually talking to people, meeting new, like as in meeting new people or traveling. And then from there that, uh, idea and spark transformed into this website and a blog and now here are we recording a podcast (laughs) yeah that's cool traveling and and meeting people yeah yeah it's really interesting how like during this time as well everyone's taking their normal like habits so like you like meeting people you like traveling obviously it's not really Mm, like a possible situation Mm, now absolutely adapting those to online yeah i think it's been amazing Mm. like even stuff i do like catching up with friends it's been like t- so grateful for technology today like Definitely. trying to contact my family back mm. home and my friends back home so having that connection is very helpful so like yeah and when i actually got my mind busy trying to set all this up and the website and blog so i feel like i kind of made better use of my time mm. and also like felt like when my friends weren't around i was actually busy doing something which i realized i love and yeah i feel like I enjoyed the process of going through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's really and, nice. and And sometimes it's it's always good to try something, even if you're not sure it's going to work out or not. But when you try it and then 10 or 20 years da- down your life, you look back and you, you're like, yeah, if, if it didn't work out, that's good. But at least I tried. Mm. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like a lot of the time everyone's worried about, oh, if I do this thing, like 
what's going to happen, it's not going to work, it's going to be a failure, but it's automatically a failure if you don't do it exactly, in the first place. Definitely, so. yeah, that's the thing, yeah. Hmm. That's really cool. And how are your friends back home keeping busy? What are they doing? Everyone's good. The situation in Pakistan is kind of improving in terms of COVID, but a lot of people have lost jobs. And schools are um, like opening up, but especially like kids and uh, like younger kids around in, in their mid school, middle school, their parents don't really want to risk mm-hmm. their lives and send the children to school. And otherwise, it's kind of opening up, although like personally, I believe it shouldn't yeah. right now at this point. But yeah, things are opening up. Things are good, pretty good, like way better than what it was three, four months ago. Yeah, that's good to um, hear. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting how like the world's sort of taking different paths and different tracks. Like if you look like a Pakistan or you look at America or you, like even like I think New Zealand has sort of been taken as this like yeah. amazing place that's full mm. COVID but now they're back in Definitely. stage three or four stage again. Three, yeah. So And yeah. like it was quite surprising what happened with uh New Zealand. They said that they got three or four cases but they don't know the origins of that yeah came from nowhere dude. that's scary so that that's very scary <laughs> yeah because I, I reckon they weren't really allowing people to come in or go out mm. and even then cases sprang up so it is kind of scary yeah it's like this i think this is the big thing that's going to stick with us is this uncertainty like going into lockdown and coming back out again you sort of get used to going back to pre-covid times like you're going out to see friends you're going to places and then you see it happen again in Melbourne, you get used to that and then all the good habits sort of slip away. So maybe you're not social distancing, maybe you're not sort of making sure you wash your hands properly mm. and stuff mm. like that. And then good old COVID sort of creeps back <laughs> in. So Yeah. yeah. Um, and people say that once COVID ends, the world won't really be the same again. Millions of people have lost their jobs all around the world. And I don't like, we should be optimistic, but like honestly it doesn't really seem like even in the next five years all of them are gonna gain their jobs back because um of what it is dude and um the economies and everything is crashing so it's like tough times um yeah yeah i think there's sort of no aspect of society that's been left untouched by covid which is really scary like the other day, I don't know, I was looking online at something and I came across like a dress hire shop so for like school formals and stuff like that. And I was like, that's something Shit. that you don't think yeah. about that's been impacted. Like there's schools are shut down. Mm. There's no more school formals. Like mm. what about this little dress hire shop? Like just little aspects like that. You're like, oh, wow. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's, it's definitely so sad. Yeah. being like mm. a young person, I guess, in that sense is even, well, not even scary because obviously everyone's a bit afraid, but finishing like for me as a third year finishing uni maybe potentially doing postgrad or working (laughs) not many people are going to hire a bachelor of arts student Mm. like undergrad (laughs) so yeah it's going to be very interesting next few years yeah i mean fingers crossed yeah (laughs) 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 let's see like the way i see it is that you go through life and everyone's experiences are very unique so if something doesn't happen as the way you planned it it's still exciting in another way because you get to experience something else and you get to i don't know grow 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 from that yeah no i definitely think the same thing like it's forced people to sort of adapt and from that adaptation like lots of good things have come like new businesses new ideas new ways to sort of 
like sell yourself I guess and like I was calling my mum the other day and she went to the um, AFL game back in Perth and she said it Uh felt like the grand final because everyone was so excited to do something normal again Mm. like it wasn't even a full stadium it was just a regular game but because people were were allowed out and kind of that sense of normalcy again everyone was so excited (laughs) so uh, is the the lockdown still going on in Perth or like they have reduced it or there's nothing at all what's it like there yeah it's definitely I think they're doing the best out of all the states in Australia which is good I think it helps that it's so Mm. isolated so Mm. Um, yeah. well, Perth is like Western Australia, right? Yeah. 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 So I, I, I'm learning the map. Yeah. Very proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they're doing well. They're, I was calling some friends the other day, and their uni is starting to go back in person, but they still have a few online staff. And but I think the biggest issue is I don't know if you know about a man called Clive Palmer at all. He's like a major mining guy in WA, but he's he's based in Queensland, and he's challenging the border closure. So oh. he wants it to be opened back up again and everyone in WA is sort of in an uproar because it's like, why do you want us to open back up when we've seen what's happening in, like, Melbourne and, like, um, Sydney and all the East Coast? With yeah, the wait, he's, he's, he's closing, he's protesting to close the border or open it up? No, they've got, so WA has a really strict border rules now, mm-hmm. so it's really hard to get back in unless you're sort of essential oh, yeah. and he wants to go back in. So oh. he's challenging the government <laughs> to open the borders up again. So, yeah, it's a bit of drama in WA. <laughs> and, like, it, it's, like, cool that even if one person raises his voice, then people are actually giving, um, like, importance to that. Yeah. And and the government is actually considering that. It's cool, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think, it, yeah, it shows you how important good leadership is definitely. during this time. Mm. Like, again, looking at New Zealand and Jacinda Ardern, like, they only had a few cases and they went straight into... <laughs> stage Sorry. four <laughs> no, that's, <good. laughs> that's annoying <laughs> they went straight into stage four and now they're sort of one of the best countries off and same with wa like he was quite strict in keeping the borders shut and when everyone else was talking about opening up and that's meant wa can sort of go back to a normal life in comparison to the rest of australia yeah pretty unique um, yeah yeah how are you finding your first year in australia and having it online <laughs> Um, like I said before, for me personally, I came in the time of pandemic and it, and I don't know what it's like to yeah. not, to actually experience all of that. Yeah. So for me, uh, I feel like it didn't really affect me that much. Yeah. I think online learning as a student is, because obviously I've had two years before this going in person. For, I mean, speaking from a Bachelor of Arts perspective, it kind of is one of the easiest degrees to put online because I don't have like pracs or hmm. anything like that. Yeah. But you always have the sense of, like, disconnect. So I'm always kind of worried, like, oh, no, I've missed an email or an announcement. Like, I've forgotten an assignment. Oh, no. (laughs) And, like, just the way sort of people take Zoom classes when you're in a breakout room. You've got people who've got their camera off and they're muted and they don't say anything. A few people with their camera on, but, like, then you get those awkward silences and no one knows what to say. So I think definitely I'm someone who likes to go to lectures in person, but not a lot of my subjects have (laughs) live lectures. Mm. So trying to find the motivation to sort of watch those lectures and maybe not watch them on two times speed where I catch every second (laughs) word (laughs) so yeah Yeah. it's a struggle sometimes so yeah procrastination is is like a big thing that's been happening with probably every every student around the world because of moving online yeah and and it is kind of hard to sit down and just look at the computer screen because like you're actually connected to the internet dude you you have you it's like Facebook or Instagram or just like a, a flip or a second away and it's kind of hard to keep concentrating and studying 
when you have all the distractions around yourself whereas if you actually go into in person classes you actually have to focus and give you 100% on that yeah um so that that actually plays a big role as well yeah it's hard cuz you feel like with having your classes online now you're constantly online like i feel like i'm going to get square eyes soon just from staring <laughs> at the screen so often but yeah i think trying to stay motivated i found it really helpful to talk to the people in my class so a few of the other third years do the same subjects as me so asking them about the readings how they found the lecture stuff like that is good because then you're explaining to someone the stuff you're learning but also it gives you sort of an extra step of accountability where you're like oh damn it like Ella's done this I better do it too <laughs> sort of thing. yeah like I said social circle even be attentive to the mental health or I don't know other areas of life it does actually play a major role and it you know tries to help you stay on track so yeah friends family it it matters a lot yeah for yeah. sure i think yeah your friends definitely take on like an extra dimension here cuz you're you are further away from your family who's like your major support network so your friends here become your second family in a sense that definitely. they're always looking out for you yeah. and stuff like that which is and cool. like that's i feel like uh for me when when i came came from pakistan to australia i didn't have any friends any relatives anyone i knew in australia it was just like a new country new new college new university i i knew no one at all and at first i found it very daunting i was like what is it going to look like how am i going to make friends um but then like i feel like hilda's played like a major role to help me become more uh, like to to help me ease in to australia and everyone around here more because here everyone's like very friendly and you get to make connections with them very easily and it's just like like you said like a family um yeah yeah i think yeah i mean i only moved from interstate but i still couldn't imagine going to the university of melbourne without going to hilders because i think that's also the good thing about going to the college is that everyone's sort of in the same boat like they are removed from their family and their normal environment so everyone's super keen to make friends yeah. and sort of start a new mm. chapter which is really cool so when you move to melbourne what made you want to come to st hilda's and not somewhere else yeah it was kind of i guess my college sort of hunting was a bit of a weird experience because i looked online first and to be honest at, at that time the hilda's website was terrible i didn't even <laughs> give it a second glance like i was like oh it looks place looks a bit terrible um but i came over on interstate day and sort of did a tour around the colleges mm-hmm. and i met a girl who went to hilda's and she was like oh i feel like you'll really like it there like it's got such a cool vibe to it and it was really interesting the best sort of advice i got was from the ormond um principal who said all the colleges sort of offer the same thing but it's where you can see yourself living that really makes the biggest mm, impact yeah. so yeah when i did my tour around hilders i got taken around by the two nicest people ever and i think the way they just sort of made it seem like a second home like they were like in the ladies lounge we watched like episodes of the bachelor or something stupid like that and i was like oh like that sounds so silly it's so but cool yeah yeah the I best mean, yeah. thing ever because like you've got sort of like everyone was boasting about their academic opportunities and stuff like that and that's something you need to consider obviously but if you can't see yourself living there for the year what's the point because at the end of the day you do have to live there for so, like a uh, uh, like a significant portion of your life i mean that's that's like on basis of it because you go to university i don't know uh, four or five hours of a day 
uh, when when there's no COVID, but when you stay at the college for the rest, I don't know, twenty hours, you're staying here and you, it's like an actual home for you. Yeah, it's like the fact that if I go to the dining hall, I feel fine to sit with anyone there. If I walk into reception, I know that all the staff are gonna say hi to me and ask me about my day, sort of thing. Like if I do need help, I know there's like fifty people I could ask straight off the bat, and they'd be more than happy to give me a hand. So I think. Like I know Hilda's catchphrase is communitas, and, you know, everyone's got like yeah. a stuffy old catchphrase, but I feel like Hilda's really embodies it, which is good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love Hilda's. It's it's been like less than 6 months for me and yeah, I I love it so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 6 <laughs> yeah. months, 3 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you? What made you pick St. Hilda's? Well, uh honestly, like I kind of applied very late. uh to unimel and then i i was left with two or three three four options actually and for the last ones i think there was this one called st mary's yeah. so for that i felt like it was kind of too small and then there was ormond or trinity one of them and then i was like it's too big and there's too many people because i personally would want to go in a community which is not too small and not too big because if there are too many people then i personally find myself hard to make sense So I felt like the size and uh, the way Hilda's like you said the website in your time wasn't really good, <laughs> but when I came there, so they had actually worked on that. Yeah. And the website was good, and and there's um uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. There's there's a website called Reddit, and they have mm-hmm. communities there. They're basically talking about colleges, uni mail, and stuff. So I I met a few people there, and they told me about how um like Hilda's really nice. um and and like the the slogan communitas it just actually shows more bonding and um i mean it it, it just sound like a good option and even though like a part of me was a bit shaky because uh, i was confused between international house and um uh, saint hilda's but now like 6 months passed on and i feel like yeah that was uh, actually the best decision for me that's cool Is there like one aspect of this year in particular you're a bit disappointed you missed out on like a, an event you heard about or something? An event um not really. I reckon the the tennis uh, trials. Yeah. I missed them because no not tennis badminton, badminton. ones because yeah. I I did go for the tennis trials but then there was going to be badminton trials and and I really wanted to go do that but they I think they got cancelled or postponed. and um yeah i couldn't i couldn't like do that because that's one of the uh, few sports that i actually like playing <laughs> and yeah and also the the famous hilda's play also got cancelled or yeah. postponed so it's it's kind of sad as well but hopefully things are going to get better next yeah. year hopefully yeah, yeah <laughs> i think that was been like one of the highlights of college for me is the play like the close group of friends i have now is the people i met first year doing play and like i never thought when i come to college i'd be in a musical production <laughs> but somehow i ended up there and it was like the best time like you get really close to everyone like you basically spend every sunday afternoon with them and you get to work on your singing and dancing talents so it's always yeah, good must, fun must have been so good yeah <laughs> and uh, did, did you go for the play last year as well or just in 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 your first year no i did it first and second year i had such oh, a good time oh damn dude yeah. you it would have been like 3 years listen the play yeah. that's so <laughs> cool i mean yeah i don't know if i could have done it third year just because of the time commitment mm. um but yeah i loved it i had yeah so yeah. much yeah i mean i'm i'm definitely year. signing up after i i heard like 
so good about that from you. Yeah. Um, well, I guess sort of what I've taken away mainly from this conversation is that despite everything that's gone on this year, like COVID sort of routine we've been forced into, at the end of the day, it's sort of the people that make all the difference. So Definitely. the people who are your support group, the people who sort of run events, just like if you do take away sort of the fundamental things that people take for granted, like going out and that sort of thing, people will overcome it and you get closer and stronger all for it. So I think Definitely. that's awesome. And as, as they say that um, 10 or 20 years down the line, COVID will just probably become something in the past. And... Uh, like what you need to do is give yourself time and not be that much stressed or anxious but at the same time trying to keep moving forward because time is is like so magical dude i mean it never stops if you have a very good moment it's still going to pass and if it's something sad or uh troubling it's going to pass anyways so what you need to realize is to keep moving forward and do your best in whatever way you can Yeah. Um yeah anyways nice. thank you so much Liz No worries It was amazing talking to you today Yeah I um, had an awesome time talking to you too So did I <laughs> Hey guys if you stayed this far into the podcast thank you so much Stay tuned and also go check out my blog at www.thebuzzingsoul.com See ya until next time